Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I have to tell you the funniest thing. So I have recently switched my shampoo to a brand called Amika. Now, Amika is a clinically proven shampoo and conditioner. They come in these cool duos and they have science-backed formulas, naturally derived ingredients, and they're for every hair type. Now, the reason I switched was because in my house, I have a different hair type from my Mr. Fella, from my little one. So I just wanted to have one salon raised hair care brand that I know is good for the planet that's you know kind clean good stuff for my skin my scalp my strands all of that I just wanted to make sure I had that on my shelf in the shower didn't have to worry about it but here's a funny story so I've been telling you about this for a couple weeks now that I love Amika I've been posting it on social let me tell you how the Mr. Fella the other day was like I was listening to the podcast and I heard you gabbing about how much you love Amika and talking about how I stole your shampoo and I never did that and I was like what are you talking about yes you did he was like but then I went into the shower and I realized that the new shampoo I love and I've been using is Amika (laughs) he never even noticed that there was a brand swap because we wanted to make sure that we had things that were vegan and cruelty free and that, you know, hairstylist love and that that really works. And so here he is realizing that his hair, his skin, his scalps, his strands are all operating better and that are clean and he's loving the results and he didn't even realize it swapped it out. And so what's great is because we are friends you don't have to guess. You know that it is Amika and you know that the product is incredible. So I'm telling you now, it has been a game changer. We've been using them for a couple weeks and you can go and grab your Amika shampoo duos right now. You can shop all my favorites, everything I've been gabbing about at loveamika.com slash Walters, W-A-L-T-E-R-S and get 20% off your order. That's 20% off discount that is automatically applied at checkout. If you use my link, it cannot be combined with any other offers and it expires on 11-1-23. That's November. So head over, do the swap out, see if anyone notices. And I bet you they will because their hair is going to be transformed. Shop all my favorites at loveamika.com slash Walters. Hey friend, it's Nicole, host of the Nicole Walters podcast. Here's where we laugh, we cry, and we grant ourselves grace as we do life together. Let's get started.
Hey friends. So one of our very favorite chats that we have ever had here was when me and the Mr. Fella hung out with my dear best good friend, Dr. Morgan. Now, if you missed that chat, go back and listen to it. She is brilliant. She is the foremost relationship expert, especially for us youngins and youngins, meaning over 30s, you know, not quite married for 55 years, you know, and she is so, so good at teaching you about attachment style, about why we are the way we are when it comes to our partnerships. And above all else, she dissected the heck out of me and Alex's relationship. So that's a great episode. You have got to listen to it. But because we loved having her here so much, I brought her back because I've got something really personal that I kind of want to unpack. And it's something I've been working on in therapy, but I had a lot of really powerful insights. And I felt like having Dr. Morgan, who I love here today to talk with you about it will really help some of you have breakthroughs also. So that being said, my dear, dear Dr. Morgan, I'm so glad you're here. Nicole, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. So y'all don't know this, but I love this lady. Like it's literally, I don't know if you can hear my voice. I love this woman. Morgan, you are brilliant. You are kind. You are smart. You are so good at this relationship stuff that like I literally want to have a separate podcast series like just us, like talking <laughs> hey, just this stuff. Let's go. I know. Well, <laughs> well, what's great is people can catch a lot of your goodness on your podcast. Let's get vulnerable. Yes. Very good, y'all. Like when I tell you, if you like the way that I chat transparently about kind of hot mess today, probably shouldn't have said that. This is, you know, this is a different way I could do it. You're going to find out why I am those things on her podcast. <laughs> she will literally <laughs> break it down because she's an official professional real life doctor. Yes. Thank you so much for that intro. And it's I true. am so happy to be here with you. I was telling you, I read your book on the plane. I feel so privileged that I was able to get a copy. I just and... wanted you to know what you were getting into. Literally. Well, like y'all, you have no idea. Like, Dr. Morgan's like a friend for real. So it's like, I am so nervous putting this book into people's hands, but I also know I can trust you because you understand. Yes, I do. And I was on the plane sobbing as I'm reading your book. There are so many parts that I feel like I needed to hear. And I know that anyone that reads it is going to feel that way. But I, yeah, the person next to me is like, are you okay? Oh, my like, God. I'm just having oh some moments. Gosh. I'm just having some healing moments as I was reading your book, Nicole. I am so excited for oh, it to get out there. Thank Seriously. you so much. I appreciate you, y'all. If you haven't heard about the book, it's called Nothing Is Missing. And it is on shelves everywhere October 10th, but it is available for pre-sale now. And obviously my best good one was able to get an advanced copy because she's amazing and great. And honestly, I'm trying to have my friends read it so that I don't chicken out in this whole process. I need my friends looking at me being like, no, it's okay, girl. Like you can read like that sentence makes sense. So thank no, you. It's beautifully written. I think Thank everyone you. needs this book. I know I saw so many parts of myself and people are going to see themselves in it. And Ugh. it's so real. It's so honest. I read it so quickly. I couldn't put it down. Oh, my gosh. People say it's unput downable. It is not even a real word, but that makes me feel so good. It is. And books I, can be hard to read sometimes to like get through, even if it's like, you know, good for you. It can be hard to be yes. a page turner. But yes. some of the like I always like to say it's a mess, but it's not messy. <laughs> so like it, it's a good read. It's such a good read. Thank and you. I got to the end and I was like, OK, 
I want to know about Alex. I want to know about the love story. Like, where's the rest? So I'm already like ready for the next one. Yes, yes, yes. There's there's definitely a lot of goodness to come. So I'm so, so glad that you enjoyed it. And thank you for that affirmation. You're the greatest. Well, I think what's great about you being here is part of what I want to talk about. I've never talked about on the podcast before. And you are the perfect person for me to one, feel safe right in talking about these things with and two, know that you're able to contextualize and give practical results this is like your whole jam is like you're not just the type to be like well this is what a narcissist is or this is what you're like and here's how it shows up and here's what you need to do like you're really really great about this so I want to talk about how people pick their partners and how that relates to your parents Because when I tell you the first thing that came to my mind when I came out of divorce was my picker is broken. I I have not been able to pick the right partner and I can't trust myself to do so. So I just need to be single forever. So the idea that I'm with someone who's great. And when I tell you, I don't even feel God picked him for me because I don't, I still don't know if my picker's right, girl. Like I really don't know, but I want to talk about that. You've read my book. You know, I talk about my childhood. You know, my father now having Mm -hmm. read the book. Can you tell me more about how these things relate? Do we really end up marrying our fathers and becoming our mothers? Mm, I'm already getting emotional. I haven't even answered this. Oh man. Because, okay, Nicole, you wrote in the book, this sentence, and this is what got me to break down on the plate. You said, I was traumatized by my father. I was also loved by him. Yep. And understanding the nuance of that, that as a child, that's what your brain wired for love. Mm -hmm. Love equals this, right? Mm -hmm. So you have those blueprints that are created about this is what a relationship is. This is what love is. And it's not like you consciously can go change it. It's no, it's hardwired. Like your brain says, this is what love is. And that shapes every decision you make in in your dating life. Wow. And that's bananas because it sounds like, and, and you can confirm or deny, you aren't choosing to be hardwired this way is is it just like your body sort of taking in visuals of whatever and then building an image of love and like what type of visuals are you taking in if that's how it works yes i know you're a metaphor person i know i'm like give me the examples girl yeah here's the metaphor Mm -hmm. is that your brain has a file cabinet that has relationships right and it's taking all the data from your experiences and filing them away in this file cabinet of this Mm -hmm. is what a relationship is Most of us go throughout our lives never questioning what's in there. And when we're healing, the goal is that we empty that file cabinet out, look at all Mm -mm, of it. mm -mm, mm -mm. That sounds terrible. No, thank you. Right? (laughs) It is. It's so much work. And we decide like, hey, this is what serves me. This is what I need to add. But yeah, it's it's completely unconscious. I want to talk about a term with you that applies here, which is called repetition compulsion. Oh, pause. I love these. Y'all, if you weren't thinking to write some of this stuff down, I tell you, when I find out new terms, it unlocks. It doesn't mean I solve it right away, but it gives me a reason to not feel guilty or pressured or shame because I realize there's something outside of myself, which means this is a thing. So I love terms. Repetition compulsion. So this relates to how we choose our partners later in life based on what we saw growing up. Definition, how it shows up. Need to know. Yeah, absolutely. So you are repeating the pattern that that you had, the blueprint, if you will, of what a relationship is. 
and it's a compulsion, meaning it's not conscious. You're doing mm. this unconsciously. And here's the thing that people don't realize is we have this unconscious wish that this time it would be different. That if this time I choose this partner in my adult life and they're emotionally unavailable, but if this time I can get them to love me, that's going to make up for everything I experienced as a child. Ooh, that is way tea. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. So friends, you know that I've been experimenting with new hair products and I love a hair product. I mean, you know that I love wigs. I love my natural hair, my curls, but that also means that I don't want to have 10 different types of shampoo in my house. Plus, I've got a little one with super small curls and I've got a fellow in my house with straight hair. I mean, we can't have 15 things on our shelves, but we still want to make sure that our scalp and our skin and our strands are nourished. We still want to make sure we're using products that are clean and planet positive. We want to make sure they're vegan, cruelty-free. Like, I mean, we really want to do the right thing and have the right products, but we don't necessarily want to have to buy 10 different things to get it done. And so I can tell you it was a game changer when I swapped everything out and put Amika on our shelves. Now, Amika's clinically proven shampoo and conditioner duos, meaning you don't have to figure it out, right? The duo already exists. They're all science-backed formulas that have nourishing and naturally derived ingredients. So there's no nasties, right? And it works with every hair type. I'm telling you, we have literally noticed a difference. It is so hard for me to find a shampoo that doesn't strip all the oils out and make my hair super dry and a conditioner that doesn't leave it slick and oily. I want to make sure my hair feels moisturized and in great condition, but also doesn't feel loaded with product. And I'm telling you, Amika has nailed it. Now, I want to let you know, I've been gabbing about it on social. I told you a funny story about how my Mr. Fella didn't even realize we did the swap, but was like, why is my hair feel so great? <laughs> like, Amika's really that awesome. And I cannot wait for you to be able to try it. Now, the team at Amika is incredible. They said that for my folk, that's you, you can shop all of my favorites at loveamika.com slash Walters. That's W-A-L-T-E-R-S. That's L-O-V-E-A-M-I-K-A dot com slash Walters. And get this, you're going to get 20% off your order. Now, the 20% off discount automatically applies at checkout if you use my link, and it cannot be combined with any other offers, and it expires on November 1st, 2023. 
So shop all my favorites at loveamica.com slash Walters and save 20% off now. So to try to put this into like real world context and honestly, I'll use myself because, you know, that's the thing I do here. So if I grew up with a father who always was transactional with their affection, so if you do this thing, then you'll get this. If you uh, get the great grades, I'll give you a hug. I love you when I see you succeed. I dislike you when I don't. But success is defined by me or whatever. Then when I get older and I'm seeking a male partner or a partner in whatever context and I meet them, if they say, oh, you cooked dinner, here's a hug. Oh, you didn't cook dinner. You're useless. Mm-hmm. I won't see that as being a bad response. Instead, my brain will say, yep, that's what I'm used to. That That's yes. still, and, and maybe even worse, I'll call it love. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And not know that that's not okay. And if anything, I'll look for that because that is what's appropriate to that, me. Oh, and this is the big one. Yeah. So you have a relationship homeostasis, a comfort zone with relationships. Kind of like when, you know how the doctors say when you lose weight, you have like a, a happy weight, you know, where you just yeah. kind of stay in that your space. Point. Yeah, your set point. So wait, we we have that in relationships also. Yeah. And it's, it is not even conscious. It's biological. It's your belief systems. It's what you know to be true about relationships. So I want to speak to that because I... You know, and I I try not to talk to my girls too much, but we'll talk, we'll get into that later because a lot of why this came to mind is I have to be very conscious of my decisions relationship wise because I've got three girls in those formative years where they're picking their partners. So it matters a lot to me. But you're telling me that unknowingly I may choose chaos because chaos is what's familiar to me. Absolutely. Even though we do know when things hurt and we do know when they're painful and we do know when they're uncomfortable, I may still say, no, I like like for me in my relationship, I'm a a busybody. That's what I grew up seeing. My mom always was on the move. She was always doing something in terms of caring for preparing like I will do everything in the household. That is the household I replicated for myself to my own medical, physical, mental detriment. But that is what a relationship was. And that was me trying to be my norm yes. or yeah it's your relationship comfort zone that's what a relationship is that's, even if i don't know that i'm doing it yeah we're gonna do it unconsciously until we heal until we change it so let's get to that part because this is already <laughs> like a lot on the spirit girl so you're telling me that i am unconsciously going to seek out partners that are similar to relationships where i was hurt as a child to try to fix it as i'm older yeah and then i'm also going to try to pick the norm which may not be a good norm because that is what i'm used to so if if those are two things that are going to exist how do i know now when i'm with alex that it's different like so, how do i get out of this if i don't even know i'm doing it the wonderful thing is is that this can change and and I know Ooh, yeah. we need to hear that. Right? Everyone needs to hear that, y'all. <laughs> Exhale. Everyone needs to Exhale. hear that. I think for some people, and I'll speak for myself, mm-hmm. it took a really traumatic experience for me to realize, okay, this has to change. Mm-hmm. And I know once you get to that place and then you're willing to have the awareness and you're mm-hmm. willing to do the work on yourself, when you change, you attract different people. Mm, right. So so I guess like not getting carpet for the horse, how do I even identify that I'm in a partnership like that? Because I have, 
and not that I become a relationship expert, but listen, you get one failed marriage under your belt or one really bad breakup. And especially when you go through the long season of healing. And I tell you, I have spent like a college education, a mortgage in therapy. So it's like having done all of that, I look at some people's relationships and I'm like, there's no possible way you think this is healthy. Like there's no possible way this seems normal. Like you don't see it, but there's something here not okay. So how do they know that they can get out of it? How do they know that they shouldn't just keep trying or that it could change or whatever and that they're not just in one of these terms? Yeah, I think, I mean, it takes both individuals realizing it. Like both people have to realize, okay, my norm even though it's my norm, it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. It's not adding value to my life. It's mm-hmm. not sustainable and secure. Well, it's practical. Good, so how right? does that show up? Is it like, oh, we yeah. fight every week or we can't make decisions or I want to buy a new house and he's very okay living here? Like, you know, how yeah. are people going to see this in their life that they may have things that aren't healthy? I think one of the easiest ways to know this is if the relationship is draining energy from Mm. you if it feels like a job Mm -hmm. if it's if it's taking your energy and it's not adding to you it's not adding value that's one of the easiest ways to know so that's so good that's so good because we talked about this over lunch i told you me and dr morgan are real friends i like to surround myself with therapists (laughs) so it's like the best thing (laughs) so when we talked about this over lunch and i think that a lot of people get confused with relationships because people always say marriage is work you know and it's not going to be easy like we hear these things and they're true statements but it's the type of work so we we said over lunch you can have your corporate job and you can have your entrepreneurial job, you know, and both of them are work, but boy, do they feel different. And is that what you mean when you're saying with marriage that like it's work, but what does it feel like energetically? Yes. What does it feel like? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I do think if you feel like, wow, I keep trying to express myself or I keep trying to change things and nothing's working. Like you're trying to show up and then nothing's changing right? You're probably repeating old patterns. Mm. Um, and yeah, it should, it should feel like work, but work that's easy. I think I is always the best say way. worthy work, worthy work. Yeah. Like when I tell you like coming out of divorce and having, you know, starting a new relationship, my relationship before it felt like a lot of work, but it didn't feel forward moving. That's the language I always yes. try to use. Even though I was hitting marks, you know, like I was progressing in my career and like my kids yeah. were thriving and all of that. You know, those are the things I think the world kind of measures it with. But I didn't feel like I was growing in my relationship at all. We weren't becoming closer. We were not bonding more. We were not, you know, more intimate or making decisions for our future together. I did not get visions of being in a rocking chair, you know, next to this person forever traveling the world. Like it wasn't growing. Whereas now I have, my relationship is a lot of work, but man, is it for, it's like the meaningful, worthy work that says we'll be where we want to be later. Yeah. Where, where you're getting that return on investment. Mm -hmm. I love an ROI. I know, right. (laughs) Where you're showing up and you're going, yes, this is so worth it. We're growing together. We're, we're building something together. Mm -hmm. We're a team. This is a partnership. I always tell people you want to feel like you are co-creating secure attachment. Ooh, talk about secure attachment. We talked about this in the last episode, but it's always relevant. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? So both people have to want to create a relationship that's stable, that's consistent, that feels like coming home is Mm -hmm. a safe place. And Mm -hmm. when you're doing that together, you know that 
you have to be attuned to your partner and you have to ask them, what do you need to make this feel secure for you? It's so you good. You have to be curious, be, be attuned to your partner. And that's always evolving. Mm-hmm. So in secure attachment, it's this genuine curiosity of, I care, you know, I want to know what do you need mm-hmm. for this to feel good to you? So, so let's talk about the converse of that, right? So I can't tell you how many, you know, I can mostly speak to women, obviously, in that side of the relationship. But, you know, a lot of women will say, like, I can't remember the last time my husband asked me what I needed. You know, there are a lot of women who can't who won't say that. Like, I can truly say I'm in a relationship right now where I literally am asked daily by my partner. Is there anything you need? Is there anything I can do differently? And I also offer that to him. Yes. That because we are intentional about that because of what we've had before. However, I have been in relationships before where that was never a question. And even if I offered what I needed, that wasn't necessarily returned. A lot of women just think that's how quote unquote men are, you know, can you tell us a little bit about that thought process? One, is that true? You know, and two, is that just repeating what we've learned? Is that repetition? Yeah. Wow. I think men are so hungry for emotional connection, Mm. for support. And I think even though maybe we've labeled them that way or society has said like oh you know you can't express your emotions or it's been invalidating towards men Mm -hmm. men and women we we all want the same thing we want that emotional safety that connection right it just hasn't felt safe for them for sure so it's it's all about just as you said of you expect him to say hey how can i support you Mm -hmm. how can i be there for you we also have to reciprocate that we have to tune in as well it, and it it has to go both ways. And I, and I do know this because I know we want to talk about parenting as well. Oh, yes. That if as a child, as a little boy, we'll, we'll say you had a parent that when you cried, they said, don't cry. Right. Mm. Like, like, think about the message that 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 sends. Right. Sure, it's like, your feelings are invalid. Yeah. So mm. then what happens? You shut down. Right. You shut down. Right. And I and I do feel I wonder if you feel this way, but in our society, there's a lot of men that are really like waking up to their emotions. Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm with yeah. a guy who's like, I, he told me the other day, and I'm sure he wouldn't mind me sharing this, that he realized that his family didn't say I love you enough and that his friends didn't say I love you enough. And he was like, and I love these people and I don't care. So he started saying, I love you to all of his friends. Like he'll get off and all right, I love you, man. You know, and all of them say, I love you back. And you can tell there's a change in the energy when you see it, you know, and it's a really beautiful thing. And it's really meaningful because, you know, we're, we're not hurt by more. I love yous, you know. No, I mm-hmm. mean, and and there has to be people who are willing to be brave mm-hmm. and break the mold and do do the healing. Yes. And be comfortable to sit in the emotions. And it, it just comes down to if we, if we didn't have that as kids, we didn't have that safe space then we never learned how to feel our emotions for ourselves. We, we never learned how to be the safe parent for ourselves, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So if I can't be that way for me, how can I be that way for you mm-hmm. in a partnership? I'm not connected to my emotions, so how could I even connect to yours, mm-hmm. right? So that's why so much of great partnership is about the individual as well. Friends, you know that I am always on the go. And with the speaking engagements and the book tour, gosh, I'm going to be in and out of hotels. And it matters so much to me that I am moving my body, eating well, and sleeping well. And with over 200 destinations around the world, Westin Hotels makes it possible 
for me to keep up my wellness routine while I'm traveling. So here's how I do it. I know that this sounds like a leap, but gosh, Weston has it figured out. So with Weston, I can work out the way that I want with a variety of fitness options to keep me going. So they've got top tier state of the art equipment in their Weston workout fitness studios. And they also have different groups that are run by the Weston's Run Concierge. It's a running guide who can help you explore local areas by going on a quick jog. But if you're like me, you want to do your own thing in your guest room. So they've got workout and recovery gear available on demand through Weston's gear lending program. Now, In between all of that, I got to admit, I'm eating a lot of room service, but that's okay at Weston because they have an eat well menu. It's designed with foods that make sure that you meet your nutritional needs. And my favorite part of it is I can choose what's right for me based on a desired portion size and nutritional balance. That is such a big deal when you're on the road and you can't get a home cooked meal, but they've got top chefs that are crafting dishes with my well-being in mind. And lastly, when it's time for me to rest my head on that pillow, I know I'm going to sleep well. I can recharge my body and mind with restorative sleep in Weston's renowned heavenly bed. That thing is like a cloud. I got to tell you that at Weston Hotels, there are amenities and offerings that are aimed to help you move well, eat well, and sleep well, so you can keep your well-being close while away. I want you to find wellness on your next day at Weston. Weston Hotels and Resorts is a part of Marriott Bonvoy, an extraordinary portfolio of hotel brands and an award-winning travel program. Hey friends. So first and foremost, I have got to tell you about something I've been just gabbing about on social media. You've probably seen it, but I am obsessed with this new bread. Now you already know that I have a very deep relationship with carbohydrates, right? But this bread lets me have all of the tasty without having any of the stuff I don't want. Listen, listen, listen. I'm not even kidding. So Hero is the company and they make this sliced bread. They also do like hamburger buns, things like that. And tortillas. The tortillas are like my favorite. Uh, Give me a minute. Right. But it has this incredible nutritional background. I actually posted on social like the photo of it. We were, I mean, blown away. It's high fiber, which is so, so important if you're trying to like maintain your health and things of that sort ultra low net carbs, and zero sugar per slice. Y'all, I'm telling you right now, we literally did a side-by-side comparison with the bread that we've been finding from like leading national brands. It's like nowhere near in alignment when it comes to nutritional value. Plus, it also has five grams of protein per slice. Now, I don't know about you, but with kids, it can be so hard. to. I'm sneaking, y'all, I'm sneaking zucchini and spinach into pasta and just to try to get them to have something a little bit tastier. And when I tell you being able to know that I can add something like this into just a PB&J or a regular tortilla taco, like it's a game changer. What I love about their tortillas and their bread in general is that the taste and texture is phenomenal. It's soft and fluffy. It's delicious. I mean, I'm blown away by the texture. When you get your order, the first thing you're going to notice is how amazingly real it is. And the second thing you're going to notice is how good it is for you. You can buy your breads, your buns, or tortillas at hero.co, but also on Amazon. And I want you to know that the Hero Team, they are giving me a discount code for y'all where if you use the code Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E, you can actually save 10% off. So what you want to do is visit Hero.co 
and use code Nicole at checkout for 10% off your first purchase. They come in cool little boxes. Now that's hero, H-E-R-O dot co, C-O with code Nicole for 10% off your first order. When you make your tacos with their tortillas, y'all send me a picture. Game changer. So if there are women out there who are saying, well, my guy just doesn't talk about his feelings, you know, or, you know, he never asked me what I need or he never, you know, or even if I did, he's like, I don't know, and just kind of brushes it off. We shouldn't just settle with accepting that to be the case, because likely that is showing either something they've learned or something. It's not that men are just hardwired to not be like that. Right. I think a lot of it is our society. Society. That's so good. That's so good. Well, then let's go back to where it comes from. Right. Parenting. So, you know, one of the things that I have, you know, kind of talked about, maybe tiptoed around a bit, but, you know, part of the transition, you know, from my previous relationship to my current one, you know, a big factor that I'm learning and realizing now is how important it is that my three girls witness me being loved well. And when I tell you, I thought for the longest time that what mattered was me telling my girls, this is what a good man is, and this is what you want to look for in a partner, and this is what's a relationship. But I didn't realize, like you said, these little mini messages that they can pick up, you know, uh, uh, from watching you. And I sh- I've shared before, there was a situation that occurred in my current relationship with my little one where we were getting onto the freeway, and she said to me, just unprompted, Mom, I can tell you really like Alex because you and Alex are very smoochy smoochy and you and dad weren't very smoochy smoochy, you know, and that's her saying like affection and, you know, all of that. She's only 11. And I was like, yeah, I was like, well, you know, the language, what I've shared with her in terms of divorce is, well, you know, me and your dad spoke a different language and, you know, we were really good friends, but you're right. You know, me and Alex seem to understand each other a little bit better. And so, yes, we're very smoochy smoochy and that's how he is. And, you know, and it's great that I'm able to find someone who's like that. And what do you think about it? And we had a little conversation about it, but I just didn't even know that she was taking that in because she's saying it out loud now at 11 but at what age do kids really start knowing that your parents maybe aren't affectionate or mm. can, when can they start picking that up? Honestly, from birth. Oh, <laughs> every single every single mama <laughs> right now who's like, when was the last time I hugged my man? When was the last time he hugged me? When was the last time he kissed in front of him? Like every single one of us just cringed. So, it's felt. It's so felt, oh isn't it? Oh my gosh, it's true. It's an energy in the household. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's so felt. So everything from, now is it just physical touches? Is that what they're picking up? Like, you know, Alex talks about walking by and his dad kind of like patting his mom on the bum or, you know, always yeah. holding the door for her and things like that. And he does all those things for me. He talks about watching them fall asleep on the couch together and, you know, all of these things he witnessed growing up. And frankly, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if I ever said this and I love his parents. Like they are just the dearest of people. Mm-hmm. And he's, his dad still does this stuff. Like they are it's in beautiful. their mid seventies and they are still like this. It's like a little weird, a little gross and very sweet. You know what I, I mean? Love like, it. It's like, hey. they are so affectionate. It's so sweet. And it's like, I mean like, you know, you're watching these two like flirt almost, you yeah. know? And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm with a guy who has seen this. Yeah. So you're telling me that, Kids can pick up that energy. Oh yeah, when they're I mean, really young, they they pick up on everything. Sure, sure. You know, I want everyone to take a deep breath, but it's everything. Yeah, right? like how how you handle conflict. 
too. Like, as, as a couple. Yeah, how you handle... Wow. I remember I was four years old and I still... Which is crazy, right? But I yeah. remember my parents getting in a blowout argument. Mm-hmm. And I remember my mom leaving the house and driving off into the night. Ooh. What do you think that did for my fear of abandonment? Oh my god, She didn't come back for days. Like So even as a child... What did I learn about conflict? Don't do conflict. Yeah, don't do conflict because You'll someone be can leave. Yeah. Which is also crazy because, you know, as adults, so many of us, like, depending on what we grew up with, might think that that was a great response, right? Like, instead of, because, you know, from an adult healthy perspective, we're like, oh, she needed space. She asserted a boundary. She, you know, or whatever, you know, and and it's crazy because kids don't have the ability to process on that level, right? Yes. Like they don't know some of the nuances there. They just see presence and no presence, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. This, and this was one of the things I loved about reading your book, Nicole, where you talk about with with your girls, you would always tell them, I'm here. Yes, I'm, I'm never not, leaving. I'm never leaving. Mm-hmm. And I just think how crucial that is mm-hmm. for kids because they don't know it. Right. Especially when right. you come from a, a chaotic upbringing, mm-hmm. you don't just internally know it. Yep. It needs to be expressed. Over and over. And I still say it to them. I mean, it's amazing how um, each of them I can see, you know, I, and I don't talk about this portion of the book, but I'll talk about it with you because you'll understand. You know, I've got an 11 year old, a 21 year old and a 24 year old now. And I've been their mom for 10 years and I can see 10 years 10 years of telling them in birthday cards, in person, every day with the words, I love you, that I'm never leaving. And they each believe it on a different level, which is, you know, they're siblings, you know, but my 24 year old is still working on believing it. She knows it in her um, in her mind, but she doesn't know it in her heart. My 21 year old uh, knows it in her heart and mind and is, is out in the world and fully functioning and but still has moments where she has to touch base, you know, mm-hmm. where she's like still there, you know, still there. So it's like more secure, you yes. know, where she's like. I still have to reach out to make sure you're there and I know you're going to be there, but I just need to check still. Yes. And my little one, I mean, I literally could leave her for four years and she'll be like, my mom's coming back because she does not leave. Like, what do you, she can't breathe without me. You're crazy. Like, you know, like that's her energy Yeah. is mom would never leave. And that is baffling that anyone would think that. But I've had her since three. Yeah. So this all makes sense. From so an attachment. tell me about that part, because that factors into our relationships down the line. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you think about to have secure attachment, we need a secure base. Mm. We need that parent that's attuned, that's going to be there if we've had a bad day. Does that have to be both or can it be one? Hey, to to develop secure attachment, you just need one person. Oh, my God. That's a beautiful thing to hear because, you know, especially going through divorce, you worry. You're like, oh, my gosh, you know. For for me, it was my Aunt Peggy. I lived with her from age 12. Oh, it doesn't even have to be a parent parent. No, it's just if you have that that person. I mean, I I lived with her. You know, she basically adopted me. But it's like if you have that one person Mm -hmm. that is demonstrating secure attachment and then the earlier, the better. Yeah. Right. And then you can internalize it. So at least have a baseline. You know yeah. what it looks like. Yeah. Some people maybe had a teacher that was like this mm-hmm. for, for them. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it can come from different sources. But yeah, it's great if if it's a parental figure. That's incredible. Yeah. I will say that transparently. And I don't I'm not kidding. I don't think I have ever spoken about this to anyone besides like Alex. So I went to boarding school 
And in boarding school, we lived in dorm style homes of about 12 students with what they called house parents. And so there was a married couple and they tried to run them sort of family style, you know, so family meals, things of that sort. And I haven't grown up with parents and, you know, people read about this in the book. You know, I go into detail about it a chaotic relationship you know like it was you know i did not have a good uh parental marital example and it was interesting because i had the benefit of living during ages i'd say 12 until 17 18 with other parents you know and and they are i won't say their name just for their own privacy because i did not plan on talking about this but my other dorm parents they are like other parents to me and what was interesting i'd love to hear your take on this i picked the wrong relationships for the longest time and part of it was i was sort of i I don't know how to explain it but blindly just going to relationships i never thought what do i want in a partner and what do I need and what do I already know? Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I went through the divorce process and I said, you know, if I get back out into the world, what relationships are in my bank that I can call from to say, I want one like this. And they were my dorm parents and they're still married to this day. They are some of the most incredible humans I have ever met in my life. And the way they treat each other was so much love, respect. And I know that their marriage wasn't easy. Like I know that they had hardship Mm. and they faced everything from sickness to health to difficult children. And they just, it is the definition of a partnership to me. And I never thought about it. I'm not kidding. Knew these people. I was married for 12 years and never thought about their union as one that I wanted until a little bit before I met Alex. And they were in my bank of people. So is that like what you mean? Like you can pull from anything. Does a TV show count? Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I love that we're talking about this because I work with clients around this all the time. And they'll come to me and they'll say, I don't have any secure attachment models. Yes. I don't have any. And everyone's a mess, girl. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'll say, oh, but there are some. Mm. Just think about it. You know, for you as your dorm parent. Yeah. um, I always say, yes, it can come from. The, you know, whoever, the Obamas, mm-hmm. there's... A, so there's is that healthy like, lively, to use yeah. stuff like that? Like, is it healthy to use so fictional characters I or always, is that pretend? When, when I have people, I have them create a vision of this is what securely attached relationship looks like. Mm-hmm. Like, these are the standards, right? Mm-hmm. We got to get clear on what are the standards. I have them pull from different sources, but you never want to, like, just try to get all your sources from one place. You sure. want to develop it, but... You can be creative. You can get it from different places. Absolutely. That's interesting to me. So you're telling me that because I worry about if you pick something fictional, especially in the age of reality TV, yeah. you don't want to hold you don't really up. Know. Right. You don't really know what's so, going on and, and things are edited. Plus, also the Kardashians are a relationship up there. Are they necessarily the example of the one that you want, you know, or can you just pull pieces from them? Just pull pieces. Pull the pieces mm. that, that, you know, create secure attachment. That makes sense. Pull pull the pieces that feel good to you. And you have to think about, okay, if my brain has never done secure attachment before, Mm -hmm. I have to build a map for it. I have to build a model for it. Right. So you're building a business. You have to intentionally build it. Yeah. So before you met Alex, you were going back to your dorm parents. Mm -hmm. That was part of your brain saying, Okay, we gotta rewire some things here. This has to look different this time. So let me build a different model. So what you're saying is I can extract from what I've seen pull those pieces and then create a model that works for me. But yes. again, parental models are what works. Yes. And and we have we can't skip this work basically. If there is any 
point in time where we want to have a relationship that is really thriving, whether it's the one that we're in or entering a new one, we've got to do the independent work to prepare by going back and then in order to move forward. Yes. Pull out the filing cabinet, the relationships uh, filing cabinet. Dump it out. You got to see what's in there. You I need don't to wanna. reevaluate. I don't want to. I don't want to. Oh my gosh, Morgan. I have to tell you, I am so grateful you're in my life. I'm so grateful that my friends get to know you here because you are easily, I don't even want to say the next big thing because you're already out here and your podcast is like top rated and it's so good and it's filled with goodies. But like, I just think that the way that you apply relationship theory and clinical science and just make it so approachable and practical is just so real. And you know how I am about like, I mean, you got my car and I was like, girl, would you like a car Twizzler? Like I'm a hot mess. I haven't cleaned out like everything. Like I just need the realness. I don't need the perfection, you know? Amen. And I appreciate the grace that you offer too. Cause you're like, yeah, it's going to take you a while to work through it. Cause you're kind of a mess girl, but guess what? You can do it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I, I am just so honored to get to know you, Nicole. Oh, you're too kind. Of and I, I mean, I, I love, love, love you and your story. And I just know how important it is. You Thank know, you. I think back to my early 20s when I just thought mm-hmm. that, OK, nothing in my life is going to work out. I'm a complete mess. I'm not enough. Mm-hmm. Things are so badly wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Like. You know, I, I needed, I needed Nicole at that time. You're so kind. And you're here now to help people, Morgan. Like you are doing this great work and you are such a gift. And I'm just grateful that we're both on the side of team love and team healthy love and team secure love. Like, and people can work with you too. So I've got a bunch of friends here who are like, I am never dating again, Nicole. Your relationship gives me hope, but girl for you, not for me, but you actually have things to and I got to give you a shout out here like because your stuff actually works you work with people to help them find love and and prepare themselves tell us more about that just real quick yeah I developed an eight-week framework that takes people from whatever attachment style they currently have Mm -hmm. into secure attachment amazing so if you're the girl who's frantically like why won't he text me back it must be because he hated me I'm overthinking all of it and then you're wrecking everything you can make it so that I don't freak out when I don't get texted back yes Ooh, if that alone, <laughs> buy it for all your daughters, get them ready, get them in the world. Honestly, like it's a gift for the kids. I mean, you get your 24 yeah. year old in that before they have to deal yes. with it, you know? Yes, Nicole. You know, I know we talked about this. A lot of people I work with, they wouldn't do it for themselves, mm-hmm. but they have little kids and they That's come right. to me and they say, Dr. Morgan, I need to be able to be in a healthy relationship because my daughters need to see a good example. That's right. And our sons too, and our honestly, sons. because yes. you get to create the types of guys that I get to date later, the good the yes. good ones, you know, and my baby girls, your internet aunties, they're going to need husbands someday too. So right. please raise them up for us. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I love, love the work I do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so meaningful. I'm getting all these wedding invites now. Yes, I support that for nothing else but cake. Okay, I support it. So all that being said, where can people find out about you? Where can people sign up for your course? And of course, listen to your podcast. Yeah, the best place is on Instagram at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And then I have links in my bio about the Empowered Secure Love Program, Mm -hmm. the eight-week program. And then, yeah, everything's on the podcast as well, the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. Oh, so good. It'll be in the show notes. All the details are there, y'all. I don't bring people on here too often and I definitely don't like promote or share, especially if it's clinical. Dr. Morgan is the real deal. It's actually good. And guess what? You deserve that good love too. So thank you, Dr. Morgan, for being here with us. You are a gem. 
Thank you for having me. And I, I want to just shout you out again. Oh, my God. Can I please? Okay, you guys, okay. please order her book. Aww. This is seriously life changing. And it was honestly healing for me in so many ways to oh, read this book. So you are just so. Do please. you see how she is? Do you all see how she is? Please, please follow. And, and I'm having you back. Like, this has got to be a regular thing. Like, I, I just there's so much healing. So promise me you'll come back. I, I will. Absolutely. All right. I'll see you then. Thanks, Nicole. Another great chat. Oh, I love spending time together. Now I need you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review because I love hearing from you. And then come hang out with me on Instagram at Nicole Walters. I'll be back here next week and I hope you are too. See you there, friend. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.